Welcome to the Contractor Success Map Podcast. I'm your host, Bradley Hart, and I'm an expert on how you can get the most out of your contracting company. The reason I designed this show is to help you turn your contracting company from a people-dependent money pit into a process-dependent cash cow to have the freedom you dreamed of when you start your business. Every Friday, we're releasing podcasts with information to help you get the most out of your contracting company. Be sure to join us at www.contractorsuccessmap.com and subscribe to receive our latest articles and special offers. And the best part, it's all free, just for you. This podcast is episode number 216, and it will be about unique, high-profit contractors count all of their income. You see, the ripple effect of not counting all of your income happens when you go to the bank for a loan. You need to be able to show the bank or whatever lending institution or your bonding company, whoever is involved, that you have enough sales, in this case, to pay back the loan. For most contractors, an excessive amount of profit is not an issue. I'd like to see you with an excessive amount of profit, but that's not an issue, frankly. There are always more than enough expenses that happen naturally in business, and especially in construction. And there are always tools that need to be purchased, repaired, or replaced. As we are now finishing the 2017 tax season, I have heard from owners, contractors, and employees who say, now, this is income, or that income doesn't count. But you know what? It's sad to say, but the fact is, it all counts. The underground economy may be there, but don't count the information being a secret. Between membership rewards cards and using credit card purchases and debit cards, even cash in some cases is being tracked everywhere by somebody. Some contractors erroneously believe that buying a truck for cash is not traceable. Not so. Buying vehicles for cash is very traceable, very easily. And a big rub is it's called emergency service providers. And those are the ones like Visa, MassCard, American Express, Novus Discover, Alaska Option, JCB, etc. So, merchant services providers are required to issue 1099s. This means every time you use a debit or credit card, the amount, date, place of purchase is recorded and the grand total for the year is reported to the IRS. Web-based services like eBay, and Amazon.com are required to issue 1099s if the earnings are over a certain amount. Casinos have to issue 1099s if the winnings are over a certain amount. Business owners and contractors, everybody else involved, have to issue 1099s. And finally, there is, there is what we sometimes call the nanny tax on household help. Again, 1099s. You see, the fact is that tax reporting is everywhere. You win when you play within the rules. This means don't cheat on your own future. Count all of your income. Keep track of all your expenses. Have a good bookkeeping system to calculate the difference between profit and loss. Invest in good tools and equipment, and that way you can depreciate the high-value items like cars, trucks, vans, tools, equipment, and expensive software. We have found that a professional version of construction accounting software like QuickBooks 
and professional cloud-based services, which we offer, to host that QuickBooks desktop in the cloud have additional value to be worth far more than the cheap price of something else. There's an old axiom which basically says that you get what you pay for. For example, if you want good, clean oats, you have to pay a fair price. However, if you don't mind the oats that have been through the horse once already, it comes a little cheaper. Now, this doesn't mean that all expensive software and apps are the perfect choices because based on the high price. That's not true. If it is useful, then it may be the better value than a higher price. And I want to pick on one briefly that applies in this situation. There's two kinds of QuickBooks. There's QuickBooks for the Lemonade Stand, and that's called QuickBooks Online. It's great if you have a Lemonade Stand or if you're doing really, really simple things. Maybe you're a, a shoe repair person, that sort of thing. You only do one type of shoe repair. Um, for contractors, uh, perhaps all you do is wash windows. But if you're any kind of a contractor at all, even a handyman, for the love of Pete, QuickBooks Online is very, very cheap in the front end and very, very expensive in the back end. The QuickBooks desktop works. It's worked since 1991. It works today. And it's just getting better all the time. Now, the advantage of QuickBooks Online is, guess what? You can access it from any web-enabled device. Well, that's nice. But QuickBooks Desktop in a commercially, in an Intuit approved commercial host environment is the same thing. You can access that QuickBooks Desktop with any web-enabled device. So um, take a peek at our website, www.fasteasyaccounting.com and you'll find a lot of information about cloud hosting. So let's let that go for right now. Another comparison would be a tiny pickup truck based on price is cheap. But if you need an eight-foot bed and hauling lots of heavy things, then it is cheap, but it's not the best value, as would be a three-quarter ton or one-ton truck would be. Contractors at all stages of their business have to be price and value conscious. Boy, do I understand that. We own and operate a ton of businesses. I totally get that. It may be a shock to some contractors, but cash flow issues happen to everyone at some stage in your business. All it takes is a few customers with large invoices, outstanding to delay payments for a long time, and your contracting company is experiencing a cash crunch. It's called the Big Owl. Now, one of the biggest cash crunches that we see in contractors all the time, and God bless you all, I lo we love contractors. We love all contractors. Matter of fact, just get for the record, put the record straight, we love all contractors around the globe in every country on earth. It just so happens that we are only able to work with outsourced accounting and contractors in the USA, including Alaska and Hawaii. But guess what? If you're not in Alaska and Hawaii, if you are, we do have a store called www.fasteasyaccountingstore.com and you can buy the chart of accounts and the QuickBooks templates and the setups and everything we use. And that's open to every contractor all over the globe, not just the USA. So I want to touch on something that is a real 
bugaboo. It's a real problem. It's a cash drain. Unsigned or forgotten change orders. And if you're new in construction, you probably haven't heard this. If you've been on construction for at least a year or two, you've heard it, and I've heard it at least a thousand times. So please forget all about the customer who promises, and I quote, it's like they all have this little handbook that they read from, where they got memorized. Quote, if you give me a good price on this project, then I have several more jobs waiting for you. The unspoken word is, that they don't say, so that you can lose even more money. Okay. So for goodness sakes, get those change orders signed. And if you want, we have change order forms on our website. Just go to our website and you'll find all kinds of free forms. And we have a change order form that's on PDF. You just download it and start using it. And I even have a little video on, on how that works. You see, the challenge for all contractors is how much they charge their products and services to make a profit. Pick a price point that is fair to both parties. But more importantly, pick a niche. You get rich in a niche. So the contractor who's all things to all people, hmm, not going to work out well. The contractor who focuses on one area becomes very, very wealthy. And it's amazing how some contractors can niche down to a really tight area and do extremely well. Um, I won't go into a lot of detail, but I'll just give you a couple of quick examples. 20-some years ago, we, were, we had a plumbing contractor, plumbing mechanical contracting business, and it occurred to me after a while, looking at the numbers, my gosh, we got these beautiful top lines. Lots of money coming in, but lots of money going out. So at one point, we made a decision, and we got out of the new construction business and plumbing mechanical, and we started doing service repair. And then we started niching down into specifics, which were a lot of restaurants and fast food places, uh, service repair, keeping the drains clean, doing a lot of um, value contracts. And let me tell you, we made a ton of money. It was a major, major shift in thinking. And I've run across a lot of other contractors. Um, one in particular, I can't tell you who he is, but one in particular, uh, this guy just does painting and he niches his painting and primarily residential upper end residential homes so if someone calls up and said hey i'm going to sell my house i want a painter he said hey that's great maybe you're going to find somebody else because we're not interested why because people sell their house and they get it painted they want to get it cheap okay they're going to look for 35 40 bids so this particular gentleman he very very intelligent he knows his market and he works it um, we have another contractor we work with we work with on the East Coast who also does minor drywall repairs. So they do a drywall patch and they you know match the paint for the, in the wall. And that's pretty much all they do. Now you'd think that would be kind of like a handyman business, which it is. Nothing wrong with that. We love handyman. But uh, this guy makes a good six-figure living net. Take home. Hip National Bank. Okay. He has a pretty good sized crew, and they just work that niche. Um, be very brief, there's another contractor here in the Northwest, and for whatever reason, he seems to get along well with surgeons. So he works on a lot of the surgeons' personal homes and their vacation homes, 
He charges a very high rate of money, but his work is absolutely as close to perfection as anything I've ever seen. And, well, get rich in the niche. Simple as that. And all these people I've mentioned, change orders, when the person says the four important words, hey, while we're here anyway, or since the wall is open, or I have an idea, there's all kinds of different words, but basically all down to change orders. So get those change orders signed, get them paid for. Simple as that. Let's move forward. Give good value. Many new contractors provide handyman services at a low cost to get the additional experience and to show they have the clients. Help the grandmother down the street with all her and all of her friends. Now this is different from working for a working for a builder developer and discovering they built the house for practically free. Just a quick side note, I tell you what, handyman contractors do extremely well. And we have a number of clients who are handymen. Um, I've always, I've threatened Sherry with my, my spouse here, my wife and business partner, that if I ever went into business again, I would open up a handyman business. Because let me tell you, that is nothing but a cash cow if you know how to do it and do it right. And if you have good accounting so you know who your customers are, it's just amazing. But nevertheless, all, con all construction companies are good. Just whatever one you're in, you're doing fine. Stay there and keep rolling. Um, as a great philosopher once told me, don't stop. Whatever you're doing, just don't stop. And it's true. It works. Just keep moving. You make money. Now, if you're required to collect sales tax, be sure it is spelled out in the contract as plus sales tax as of the subtotal. Well, sir, in Washington State, for example, the sales tax rate is now 10%. And just missing a little thing like charging the sales tax repeatedly could be the difference between profitable year and having a loss because a lot of contractors don't even make 10% net profit. Now, for our clients, we like to help them target a 20% net profit. And a lot of them can do it. And it's funny, just a real quick segue. You want to make 20% net profit in your construction company? I'll give you a, a randalism. And believe it or not, totally up to you. I've proven it many times over. The money in construction is made in the office, not in the field. And there's a book um, was written several years ago. And it was, it was basically called um, The Art of War by Sun Tzu. And he had a, a, a wonderful phrase that in that book. And I don't remember exactly, but I'm, I'm going to paraphrase as close as I can. That if the grand strategy is correct, then the enterprise can recover from multiple, multiple um, errors in the production. So... Grand strategy be correct, the enterprise will prove successful. But bad tactics cannot overcome good strategy. So your money is made in the office. Nevertheless, so let's think about the benefits of flat rate, bid jobs, and time material billing. I know of contractors who refuse to market material and do not charge labor to go get the material. Well, bless your hearts. I mean, we love you, and I understand what you're doing. You're, you're doing your best to have integrity, and that, that's wonderful. But if the contractor's labor rate 
is high enough, this might not be a problem. Many times when the customer does not want to pay for a markup, they also are looking for ways to complain with the price material and try to deduct some hours from the invoice. After all, how cool is free? And for the contractors out there, bless your hearts, if you have a family, wife and kids or husband and kids, it doesn't matter. Either way, never forget, charity begins at home. And what's the other saying we, <laughs> the other analysm I've got? Timid salesmen and timid saleswomen have skinny kids. So that's up to you. But I really suggest if you're charging a flat rate, you're a lot better off because that way you, you've built in all the costs to get the material. And there's no material markup, that sort of thing. But if you are doing a time material billing, that's fine. I do encourage you to consider charging a markup on your labor and a markup and the time to get the material. Again, that's your decision. Now, I want to describe something that, that happens quite frequently, but this was a bit of an unusual case. A couple of years ago, I had a homeowner come to my office. The homeowner was very upfront. Listen carefully, please. Very upfront. She was trying to figure out a way to not pay the contractor the final invoice draw. The homeowner was certain that there must be a way to find a massive discount and avoid paying the final bill. And I just sat in my chair stunned because I know this happens all the time, but this is the first time I've actually had someone come on my office and say, help me screw the contractor. I know you're a construction accountant and you can only screw the contractor. And after I recovered from the, the shock of her honesty, I got to appreciate her honesty. Um, basically, I, I put it in the most professional, courteous way I could. And what I did was I asked her, we have two entrances here to the office. Which door did you come in so I can help you out? Please leave. And never, ever, never come back. I have no use for you whatsoever. I didn't know the contractor was. It was none of my business, and I have fiduciary duty, so I didn't ask. But I sure hope what that contractor was got his money, his or her. Um, that is really common, okay? Well, because it's because we do construction accounting that she wanted my help to review all the invoices and find anything with all deductions. And she expressed in no uncertain terms, she was very happy that the work passed inspection and the permits written off. Now she just wanted to figure out how not to pay the, the contractor. Um, I will say that I kept my cool and after she left, I waited a good five minutes and I went out in the back of the, of the building here, which we own, into the um, kind of a little garden type area. And I said a few choice words. I was so angry I couldn't see straight, okay? It's contractors work too hard for their money. And it's insane that people try to get something for nothing. But that's near here and there. That's a real bugaboo for me. I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt tattoo, sung a song about it. It's very common that people who hire contractors, not all of them, but a lot of people hire contractors, don't really grasp that the contractor is not making all that money. So when the contractor charges a customer 
to do a project and they charge them $50,000, a lot of times the, the customer thinks that whole $50,000 goes in the contractor's pocket. Well, the contractor's lucky if he makes 10% net profit, 5000 if he's lucky. Um, so along that vein, contractors, you need to write clear estimates, contracts, and here's a really important point. Be sure to send a notice to the owners to protect your lien rights. We see this quite frequently. Um, contractors, as a rule of thumb, do not send out lien notices. They're afraid of them. They're afraid of, of insulting the customer. They're afraid of getting an upset customer. Well, I've got news for you. When all the construction businesses we've ever had, and just for the record, we sold our last one in 2000, and we're focused totally on working for contractors, I filed the notice of the owner, that, I'm sorry, the notice of intent to the owner to protect my lien rights on every project. And every time, maybe like one out of a hundred people would be very upset that we had filed this notice of intent to lien. And I'd ask them, what's the problem? You're gonna pay the bill, aren't you? So if you pay the bill, the, the notice is just worthless. It's absolutely garbage. You know, when you think about it, a construction contract, any contract, is worthless. If you con if you agree to provide services and they pay you your money, that contract is worthless. The only reason you have a contract is in case people forget. That's when a contract has value. If people forget or decide not to pay, now you have a way to get paid. So I strongly suggest that you get a lien service. We used to use lien service years ago, worked out like a charm. I think it was just a few bucks. I'd put in a coupon and they'd file the notice of intent. And if we didn't get paid or if there was a problem, they'd file a lien. And let me tell you, when we filed a lien, we got paid pretty quick. Okay? And there's a lot of lien services out there. And you pick the one that is best for you. I'm going to recommend one that we like. It's called Z-Lean. I believe it's zlean.com. And the reason I like zlean.com is it, it's a mechanic mechanics lien and construction payment platform for contractors. They know when the documents are due for the projects. They research the documents and send the notices on time. They receive, manage, and send your lien waivers. They produce legally compliant forms every time. And you can learn about that by going to our website, www.fasteasyaccounting.com forward slash Z L-I-E-N. Or you can just go to Z-L-I-N, Z-L-I-E-N.com. And if you do, tell them Randall sent you. Randall with Fast Easy Accounting. And I want to get a disclaimer out here up front, in front of God and everybody. We are not compensated. Not one dime. Okay. I made the arrangement these guys because I do not want to get paid for the service. I just want to provide the service. I have no dog in this fight, so it doesn't matter to me if you use them or not. For what it's worth, I researched quite a few of them, and I do like these folks at Z-Lean. But like I said, I have no dog in this fight, so don't think I'm going to get paid because I'm not. I don't want to get paid there. I just want to provide the service. That's part of what we do. We provide suppliers and vendors and different resources for contractors. And I don't do it so I can make an extra buck. I make my money on construction, bookkeeping, and accounting. Keep your invoices simple. 
collect the money and for the love of Pete if you're not taking credit cards please 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 consider taking credit cards okay you can always discount for cash if it makes sense get paid move on collect all the money as income I want to just touch again briefly on that credit card situation we had the first company I believe the first company in Washington State if not the entire West Coast back in the 80s when it all of a sudden became possible to take credit cards in a mobile environment and we I got a call from this guy out of California who said hey you're a plumbing contractor would you like to take credit cards and I said yes I would but we do not have a retail outlet he said well the laws have changed just like a week before and you can now take credit cards in a mobile environment in your truck and I said you had better not be lying to me buddy I'll get in a plane come down there and lay a beating on you and he kind of laughed he said no he said you really can long story short we bought a machine a credit card terminal now this is back when they first came out in the 80s I paid three thousand five hundred dollars for the terminal what's called a discount rate which is what the credit card companies charge was between five and seven percent so if I sold something for a hundred dollars I got either 90 or 93 dollars and the credit card company kept the rest then there was the monthly statement fee it was about 29 dollars and then there was all kinds of other exchange fees so guess what taking credit cards was not cheap you ready for the good news within a month I ran the numbers and I figured it out our sales had increased so much because we sent a, a plumber to someone's house and they say I just need my faucet repaired and they take a look and see oh you take credit cards you have the stickers yeah we do well can you fix the toilet can you fix the downstairs uh, faucet can you fix this can you fix that because the money is in mobilization the money is getting your your construction coming to the client's house once you're there add-on sales are almost pure profit okay so on top of that 3,500 I'll just cut to the chase here it by the time we got the, uh, the mobile um, marine phone in our trucks we were up around six to seven thousand on each truck and five trucks seven I'm sorry seven trucks had those mobile <laughs> credit cards and machines and whatnot PDQ pretty darn quick okay and it it was embarrassing it was like having an electronic armored car take the money to the bank and I can't tell you I mean even my uh, competitors and people I know good people good friends I love them they're all good people would say Randall why are you taking credit cards that costs money it costs money and I said you know what look at me I'm blonde I'm not that bright in fact this morning on the way to the uh, Keller supply for the plumbing supply house I drove by uh, an open field and I looked out and I couldn't believe my eyes I pulled over the side of the field and there was another guy who's also a blonde guy he's in a rowboat in the middle of the field and I yelled at him I got my truck and I yelled at him at the fence I said you know what it's people like you the blondes a bad name if I could swim I'd come out there and whoop your hind end I was so friggin mad well of course they laughed I said yeah I'm blonde I'm not that bright well I'll tell you the truth is I'm not that bright but I can lift heavy things and I also have several, several college degrees. I ran the numbers. 
Taking credit cards costs money. Well, guess what? Everything costs money. But um, it was embarrassing how much we made. And we tend to make more than 20% net profit. Enough said. If you like taking credit cards, go to your bank. And I would want to stay away from these um, eh, companies that you find on the web that, you know, hey, look at us, we take credit cards cheap. A lot of times it's not cheap, it's a real problem. So I recommend you go to the bank or someplace you trust. Um, I'm kind of a big fan of the Intuit credit card system. But you look around what makes sense to you. Again, I had no dog in this fight. I'm just trying to help you make some money. That's all I'm looking to do. Okay, so again, take credit cards, discount for cash, if it makes sense, get paid. The three most important things in construction is get the money, get the money, get the money. It's like in real estate, it's location, location, location. Two acres in the desert has a different value than two acres in downtown Dallas. Or two acres in downtown San Francisco or Seattle or New York or any downtown area. So get the money, get the money, get the money. Very important. Now, if you happen to get a tip from a customer, and it does happen in construction, if you get a tip, that 20 bucks, 10 bucks, that tip, even that is another income on the invoice. It's the habit, and a good habit will be better for you in the long run. Our parents and grandparents had many, quote, unquote, old-fashioned sayings. When you think about it, their sayings made sense without being offensive or overbearing while saying them. Now, Sherry's father's favorite saying was, quote, tend your knitting unquote what he meant was keep focused don't get distracted and move forward you know Sherry's brother a, a wonderful individual a real salt of the earth just a, a great guy and I really enjoy talking to him he has two words that he lives by and it's so simple but it at first it didn't make any sense because it was so simple and then over the years I've watched him and it's like this does make sense. His two words that he lives by is, don't stop. You see, he lives in the country, and they tend to move big things down narrow roads, and for a contractor in the city, it would mean, if it's working, keep doing it. Think marketing. And this guy is taking on some projects. Um, he does a lot of, you know, handman type work and all this sort of thing, and he runs into a problem. He has that two words he lives by, don't stop. He figures it out. He moves forward. The guy is phenomenal. He's done some really good things. But uh, a, a real salt-of-the-earth type individual. And I've run a lot, a lot of contractors like that. My stepfather was the same way. He was a contractor for 50 years in landscape. And that was his basic attitude was don't stop. He didn't put it that way. He just he lived it. A quick side note. It annoyed our children when Sherry and I would speak in shorthand referring, referencing a movie or a book. Now that they're older, they get the humor and the lesson. For most of us, our parents and grandparents got smarter as we got older. They let us spread our wings and try new things. Being a contractor is like having an idea, a dream and willing to go for it with the support of others. There is no book with the perfect answers to all the what if and what about questions. What makes a good client for one contractor is not necessarily a good client for another. The same is for employees. Not all people are a good fit for your construction contracting company. You see, every contractor will need and want a new or newer truck at some point. 
Bankers like to see a good, clean financial statements. You may know all of your numbers in your head. It's hard to tell a banker you make a lot of money and can support the loan if all your statements shows you're making $10,000 a year in sales. Hmm. Written on a piece of paper is not as believable as coming from your QuickBooks. And your sales are much higher. And your net income is $20,000 in QuickBooks? Hmm. The banker can look at why and see if the numbers can be moved around to make sense. The banker may need to explain your numbers to a loan committee. Who doesn't know you? The fact of the matter is that bankers really do want to say yes and give you a loan. That's what they're in business for. Well, I want to wrap up by saying we can help a little or a lot depending on your needs. Now, we do work with QuickBooks Desktop. And we have the QuickBooks Desktop version in the cloud. And you can access it from any web enabled device. It's the Windows version of QuickBooks Desktop, but you can access it from any Mac, MacBook, iPhone, iPad, um, Android, you name it. Desktop, laptop, whatever you need. It is the desktop version in the cloud and it pops up on your screen and it looks like it's right there in your local computer. And it has a lot of different um, values because one thing out the bat, guess what? It's in a server. So if someone steals your, your desktop, or your laptop, or you have a fire or a theft, guess what? Your, your QuickBooks is still safe. So we provide QuickBooks setup, QuickBooks cleanup, and ongoing contractor bookkeeping services as well as contractor consulting services. So we're looking forward to chatting with you about your needs. Oh, P.S. After we set up your QuickBooks for your specific construction company, you have a range of options. You can do your own bookkeeping. Why not? Have someone in your office do it. Outsource. Hire a bookkeeper. You can utilize our outsourced accounting services, and we have a whole different whole group of different ways we do that. We can do just the bookkeeping, do just the bank reconciliations, we can process payroll. We can do the entire thing. We can do part of it. It's whatever is best for you. And guess what? It's all month to month. So there is a long-term contract. That means that we have to continue to earn your business every month. It keeps our feet to the fire. You can keep your QuickBooks file on our server and do your own bookkeeping. Our QuickBooks setup is not required. So if you have a QuickBooks setup you like and you just want to be on our server, and have access to be able to ask us questions now and then, you don't have to use our setup. You can use your own setup. You can buy a QuickBooks chart of accounts and or the QuickBooks setup templates for the do-it-yourself contractor, and you can find that at www.fasteasyaccountingstore.com. Well, here's wishing you the best, and I trust you enjoy your day. And I hope this podcast helps you understand that outsourcing your contractor's bookkeeping services to us is about more than just doing the bookkeeping. It is about taking a holistic approach to your entire construction company and helping support you as a contractor and as a person. You see, we understand the good, the bad, and the ugly about owning and operating construction companies because we've had several of them. And we sincerely care about you and your construction company. And by the way, a quick side note, just so you know, We've had several construction companies and we have failed massively and miserably more than once. We've learned from our mistakes and the last 20 years we did extremely well. 
So I don't want to be confused here and think that it's all been um, good times and roses and everything we touched turned to gold because many times it seemed like everything we touched turned to those, uh, those oats that had been through the horse already. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, we had a number of piles of that. But the good news is that we, we've learned a lot and we kind of know what works now. So we're, we're here to help you. That's all I have for now. Please do me the honor of commenting and rating the podcast on whatever medium you're listening to it on. And I thank you in advance. It is our firm belief here at Fast Easy Accounting. Contractors like you deserve to be wealthy. Why? Because you bring value to other people's lives. This is one more example of how Fast Easy Accounting is helping construction company owners all across the USA, including Alaska and Hawaii, put more money in the bank to operate and grow your construction company. And by the way, you may or may not know this. This is my opinion, so take it for what it's worth. Construction accounting is not rocket science. It is a lot harder than that and a lot more valuable to people like you. So stop missing out. And by the way, I'm not a rocket scientist, but it just seems to me that construction accounting is very difficult. And I've been doing it, you know, for over four decades, and I just love it. I tell you what, I love construction accounting as much as I can see straight. I think I love contractors more than construction accounting, and I love construction accounting massively. So if you'd like to learn about what makes construction accounting different from regular accounting, please visit www.com fasteasyaccounting.com forward slash CA and you'll see a little download there a PDF file that I wrote about nursing construction accounting and accounting and people have told me some people have told me it's been very informative I've also heard the, the, the number of comments it's funny it's entertaining and some people have said that I have kind of a an odd sense of humor well I was a contractor for many years. I grew up in a construction family. I was a contractor. My first degree was in accounting out of high school. So, yeah, I've got a lot of experience in all different ways. It's kind of like the, the, the four blind perceptive men and the elephant. And the one blind perceptive was patting down inside the elephant. He said, gentlemen, an elephant is like a wall. The second blind perceptive had the elephant's front left leg. And said, no, I beg to differ, my friend. An elephant is like a tree trunk. The third perceptive had the elephant's tail. And he said, gentlemen, I love you all, but I must confess, you're all wrong. An elephant is like a rope. And the fourth perceptive had the elephant's ear, was filling the elephant's ear. And he said, my brethren, I have nothing but the utmost respect for you all. But all three of you are wrong. An elephant is like a warm blanket. Well, guess what? They're all correct. There are many views to the same thing. The beautiful part is that we, people working here, we have seen construction and construction accounting from several different views. So that's why we understand what the elephant really looks like. And we'd like to help you. If you're thinking of outsourcing your contractor's bookkeeping services, you're invited to download a guide to find the right contractor bookkeeping service to fit your particular situation. And you can find that at www 
www.fasteasyaccounting.com forward slash HS. Thank you very much. And I hope you understand we really do care about you and all contractors all over the globe, no matter where you're at. And we care about you and we want to help you even when we can, regardless of whether or not you ever hire our services. That is not a condition. Well, bye for now until the next episode here on the Contractor Success Map Podcast where we remove contractors' unique paperwork frustrations. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on how to turn your contracting company into a process-dependent cash cow. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to the Contractor Success Map. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a five-star rating and review here on iTunes. And make sure to head over to www.contractorsuccessmap.com to subscribe to receive the latest articles and special offers. If you'd like to discuss your business strategy, simply click on the button labeled Strategy Session. And the best part, it's all free, just for you.